I'm health coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 195 of the Nourished Connections podcast, Seasonal Eating. listening to the Nourished Connections podcast, hosted by health coach Heather, master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. So hang out with me each week to learn practical coaching tips, parenting advice, nutrition and exercise suggestions, and stress reducers to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Welcome back to the Nourished Connections podcast. I am your host, health coach, Heather. Welcome, welcome, welcome to all the new listeners. Super happy to have you here. If you want to check out my YouTube channel, it's called Nourished Connections. I've got a lot of videos up there for you. Lots of recipes, workouts, just tips, coaching tips for your family, your teens, all the good stuff to keep your family's mental and physical health under control. Today's topic is called seasonal eating, how we can eat with the seasons to be healthier. And eating with the seasons, which is also known as seasonal eating, it involves consuming foods that are harvested and available during specific times of the year. And this is, this is going to have so many benefits for you if you do this. And this is something as a health coach since 2017 that I've been preaching is eat a rainbow and eat in season. That's why I run these whole foods seasonal resets every season. But here are the reasons why I want you to eat seasonal produce and focus on that as your main staple besides your good proteins and things like that. But you're mostly going to focus on shopping for the in-season produce for these reasons here. Number one, nutrient density, because seasonal produce is often fresher and more nutrient dense. That's because it's harvested at its peak ripeness. Foods that are allowed to fully mature on the plant tend to have higher levels of vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, better flavor. So seasonal foods tend to have superior flavor and taste compared to out of season produce that may have been stored for extended periods or transported long distances. Fresh, ripe in season fruits and vegetables are more flavorful and enjoyable. And number three, it does support our local agriculture. So eating seasonally, it encourages support for local farmers and agricultural communities. It helps sustain small-scale local agriculture, reducing the need for long-distance transportation and large-scale industrial farming. Number four, reduced environmental impact. Seasonal foods typically have a lower carbon footprint because they are grown and harvested closer to where they are consumed. And this is going to reduce the energy and resources required for transportation and storage. And this is a big one, cost savings. In-season produce is often more affordable 
because it is abundant and does not require as much handling, storage, or transportation. You can often find discounts and sales on seasonal items at local markets. And variety and culinary exploration. So embracing seasonal eating encourages culinary creativity. That means it's going to inspire you to try new recipes and cooking techniques as you adapt to the changing availability of ingredients throughout the year. And my next tip of why this is good to do is for a balanced diet. Eating with seasons naturally encourages a varied and balanced diet. Different seasons offer different types of fruits and vegetables and other foods ensuring a diverse range of nutrients in your diet. It also helps with connection to nature. Seasonal eating fosters a deeper connection with the natural cycles of the environment. It can increase awareness of the changing seasons and the agricultural processes that provide our food. And don't our bodies really just crave more soups and stews as the weather gets cooler And adding those root vegetables really helps ground us and nourish us from the inside out. And that brings me to the next point here, which is when you eat seasonally, you're going to get less synthetic pesticides and preservatives. This can reduce your exposure to potentially harmful chemicals that are damaging to different organs and different parts of your body. So, you know, that's, those are the main reasons why I would stick to seasonal produce and stick to it as sharply as you can and go for organic. I like to shop at natural grocers because they don't give you another option. All you can get is organic and it's pretty close to locally sourced, which is what I love. And no one's ever shopping there hardly. So it's a nice, pleasant experience. I don't mind paying a little more if I can really enjoy that shopping experience and get high quality food. So just going to throw a little, little shout out to natural grocers on that one. But it's important to note that the availability of seasonal foods can vary depending on your geographical location and climate. I'm here in Arizona, so we grow a lot of things year round, but we are coming out of watermelon season. And I noticed if I try to buy watermelons right now, even if they're in the store, I always get a bad one. It's hard to find a good one at the end of the season. So just keep that in mind. If you're going to buy produce, it's in the grocery store. You still have it. It's more of a summer thing. It's just not going to be as flavorful. Flavorful. It's not going to taste as good. So practice seasonal eating. You're going to save money. Join these communities, these growing communities, these farmers, these um, CSA programs, which are going to help you get the most bang for your buck and the best quality possible. And you have to know that fall is a bountiful season for fresh produce, offering a variety of fruits and vegetables that are at their peak flavor right now. And here are some common fall seasonal produce items that you can look for right now in your grocery store. Apples, they're always there, yes, but right now they are in season and maybe the prices are going to start going down, especially for the organic ones. But fall is apple season and you can find a wide variety of apple types each with its own flavor and texture. They are perfect for snacking, baking, 
or making cider, which is what we just did the other night when we kicked off our Harry Potter marathon with donut holes. Yes, but some wassail, some hot wassail using some apple cider. It was so good. Also pears, pears come into season in late summer and continue throughout the fall. They are delicious when eaten fresh or used in pies, crisps, and salads. Now I like to do a baked pear that has some goat cheese on it and it's a little appetizer I do. And every time I make it, people love it. So I need to dig that one out and share it with you guys sometime. Pumpkins. Pumpkins are synonymous with fall. While they are often used for carving, pumpkin flesh can be used in a wide range of dishes from soups and stews to pies and muffins. Winter squash. Varieties like butternut, acorn, and spaghetti squash are abundant in the fall. They are versatile and can be roasted, pureed, or used in casseroles and soups. And I just bought a couple of cuties. They were, they were called honey nut squash, and they were just, they look like a butternut, but they're tiny. They were delicious. They were really good. Sweet potatoes. We see sweet potatoes all year long too, and at least here in Arizona, but sweet potatoes are a staple of fall cuisine. They can be roasted, which makes them sweeter naturally. Um, they can be mashed. They can be used in pies and savory dishes. And Brussels sprouts, you either love them or you hate them. I love them. These small cabbage-like vegetables are in season during the fall and are excellent when roasted, sauteed, or added to salads. Cranberries. Fresh cranberries are available in the fall and are commonly used to make cranberry sauce for Thanksgiving. They can also be used in baked goods and salads. Now here in Arizona, I typically don't see cranberries till November-ish. Um, I went to the grocery store the other day. They did not have them yet. So while it might feel like fall where you guys are here in Arizona, we're still in the 90 degree range. So we're not quite getting some of the stuff you might be getting. Grapes. Grapes, they come into season in late summer and early fall, and they are perfect for snacking and can also be used to make jams. And just my kids like them for their lunch boxes and things like that. I prefer the green grapes. They are low glycemic, the green ones. And I just like a nice, crisp, perfect grape. You just, you can't go wrong with a perfectly crisp, juicy, sweet grape. I love them. Uh, no seeds though. I don't care for the grapes that have seeds in them. I guess I'm picky that way, but I'll eat them still. Persimmons. There are two main types of persimmons. One's called Fuyu, F-U-Y-U, and the other one's called Hachiya, H-A-C-H-I-Y-A. Fuyu persimmons are crisp and can be eaten like apples, which I've never had before, but I have had a mix between a pear and an apple before but this persimmon I have not. While hachia persimmons are soft and sweet when fully ripe, and both are available in the fall. This reminds me, um, when I would buy persimmons, I always go to the Superstition Ranch Market in Mesa, where they have cheap produce, and they always have some different stuff, but they always had persimmons there, and I always would grab a couple. I, I quite like the taste of persimmons. Cauliflower. Cauliflower is a versatile vegetable that can be roasted, mashed, or used in soups and casseroles. I also like to rice it and steam it up a little bit if I want to have a low-carb meal. It's in season during the fall. So the price on cauliflower, you might see that drop. Broccoli. 
Broccoli is abundant in the fall and can be steamed, roasted, or added to stir fries. And of course, cabbage, like our Brussels sprouts. Cabbage varieties, including green, red, and Napa cabbage, are in season in the fall. Also our bok choy and radicchio. They can be used in coleslaw, stir fries, or stuffed cabbage dishes. And you know I make my homemade sauerkraut with cabbage, my fermented veggies we call them, a good probiotic, healthy for the gut. And of course, beets. Beets come into season in late summer and continue through the fall. They can be roasted, pickled, or used in salads. Carrots. We have carrots year-round, don't we? But carrots are available, um, while they're available year-round, they're at their sweetest and most flavorful in the fall. So see if you noticed a difference in the flavor of your carrots as we come into fall. And last but not least, the turnip. Turnips are root vegetables that are in season during the fall. They can be roasted, mashed, or added to soups and stews. And I do have a couple recipes I'll call for turnips. I do like them. Fennel is another one that I think typically we, I think, I think we can get it in the fall as well. I think it, I get so many things here in Arizona. I'm trying to remember exactly what's a fall and what's a spring and what's a summer. I need to go back and look at my whole foods reset, which reminds me guys, we start Monday. So if you are on the fence, you don't know, but you do want to lose some weight. You do want to feel great as we head into fall and really detox your system. Tomorrow I am going grocery shopping. I'm recording this on Friday night. So Saturday would be the day that this airs. I'm heading to the grocery store, natural grocers to get my shopping list for the seven day whole foods reset. Yes, it is happening. I am going to be doing the two day juice cleanse. We start off with two days of juicing, which is mainly carrots, but a lot of other things too, not a blender, you'll kind of want a juicer to do this one. And I got my juicer just on offer up for 20 bucks. So I know you can find these fairly cheap if you don't have a juicer and you want to detox your liver through juicing. The reason we don't use smoothie blender type juices for this is because we we don't want to have to digest when we're on a detox. Like we don't want to really get our liver involved in a lot. We want to give it a rest and we want to clean it out and cleanse it out. That's why the juicing works really well for this. So your pulp will just be added to your compost pile and you will just be doing the juice for two days along with some protein shakes. Your body needs protein, especially if you've been around a lot of toxic junk. We got to help the liver out too. So we'll give some protein shakes to the body as well as the juices for two days. And then we will head into the five day whole foods reset and just go through all of the recipes there as outlined when you purchase the reset and you download all the recipes. And this year, you guys, I have added not only the juice cleanse, the two day juice cleanse, because this used to just be a five day thing I would run, but we're doing three group coaching calls and you get one personalized one-on-one call with me where we can talk about any issues in your life or we can go over your health and create a solid plan for you moving forward. Okay. So those are the two things um, 
that I've also included in this Whole Foods Reset. Now, if you don't know what this is exactly, you're getting 30 plus recipes, a handbook that walks you through step-by-step what to do, eating out guides, smoothie guides, how to deepen your, your reset guide. There's so many different downloads, not to overwhelm you, but you get a lot with this Whole Foods Reset program. And I have one for each season, but right now we are going into fall. I won't be running the winter one until probably end of January, early February, somewhere in there. So if you want to jump on with me now, four times a year, we are going to detox our body and really clean it out and feel just our best as we head into a whole new season. You can go to healthcoachheather.com, click on the Whole Foods Reset and purchase it. And then you're on your way and you just get started with it with me on Monday. Okay. I'm so excited. Let's do this together. You guys are amazing. Also check the links in the show notes of this podcast, and that will have some more details for you there. So in this podcast, we talked about why you should eat seasonally, the benefits of it, what it's doing for your body. Also, which produce items are in season right now. So while these were just a few examples of many delicious and nutritious fruits and vegetables that you can enjoy during the fall season, I want you to be thinking of more that are, are popping up in your area that might not be in mine during the fall season. Eating seasonal produce not only supports local agriculture, but also allows you to savor the unique flavors and textures of each season's offerings. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. You guys are amazing. I will see you next week. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode about seasonal eating. Do not forget, this is your final call for jumping in to the fall seven-day whole foods reset and liver cleanse join me. We start on Monday, October 9th. If you happen to miss the group date, you can always do this whole foods reset on your own seven day time frame within your own fall season. Just go to healthcoachheather.com to learn more about my whole foods resets.